Assalamu alaikum rahmatullahi wa barakatuhu from the podcast team at Qalam. We wanted to wish you a very blessed Ramadan. This month you can expect daily uploads that will include reflections, khatiras and khutbas all from our new campus Alhamdulillah. If you benefit from this content, please give generously at supportqalam.com. 100% of your donations goes towards the means of providing accessible Islamic knowledge to people around the world. Jazakumullah khairan for listening. Bismillah walhamdulillah wa salatu wa salam ala rasulillah wa ala alihi wa sahbihi wa man wala Subhanallah in salatu fajr man sometimes the Quran just the way it speaks is, is, is powerful um, in surah to idha shamsu kubirat we read a verse where Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says fa'ayna uh, tadhabun like after mentioning that this is a message upon the Prophet Sallallahu Allah Subhanahu Wa Taala says, "Fa'ina tadhabun." Like, where are you gonna go? Where Where are you gonna go to to get away from this message? To get away from accountability before God, right? In huwa illa lil alamin. This message is everywhere in the universe. Like, where are you gonna run to? You can't get away from Allah Subhanahu Wa Taala. It's just really powerful, Subhanallah. Okay, so Bismillah. Um, this morning, inshallah, we're continuing with our bab al-sabr, sabr, right? Patience. And um, it's quite interesting because um, Imam Ghazali explains that patience is something that is needed in, in all of your life. All of your life. It's normally something we focus on, just the negative, the hard things. But he says, listen, in every situation, sabr is, is, is laruri, is necessary. And the reason he says is this is what he says. He says, understand that a servant always needs sabr in every situation. And remember sabr, we, in our last, yesterday morning, we talked, it's not just patience, but it's a, it's a broader meaning. He says, the first area that you have to have sabr, and this is where Abdurrahman bin Auf and some of the Sahaba, they used to say, ibtalayna bidharra fasabarna. We were tested with hardships, with difficulties. Things were difficult, it was hard to do. The battle of Khandaq, right? The battle, like the 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 uh, um, Tabuk, all these different battles they had to go through, and just their lives were very difficult. Hunger, all these things. They're like he says, we were sabr in those situations, but then he says, bisarra. But then we were tested with ease and comfort, and then he says, falam nasbir. But that was the one we weren't able to be patient on. Now he's being humble. He's being humble. But what is he saying here? This is what Imam Ghazali is trying to highlight. He says, look, the same way you have to be able to hold yourself in a difficult situation, the same way you have to have the ability to hold back and hold the self just to get through that difficulty, he says, when Allah blesses you with a lot of gifts, got a new job, got a pay raise, new car, new house, all of these things are going really good. Everything's gravy, it's good. What happens is the nafs can now go excessive. It can become, the word is inhimak. Inhimak is when you're just completely absorbed and engrossed in something. So you just dive in head first into, into these blessings, never ever holding yourself back. And he says, he says so, so it's important, فَلَا يَرْكَنْ إِلَيْهَا First of all, when the blessings come, new house, new car, job, pay raise, all that, First of all, you have to protect the nafs from inclining toward too much to it. See, when the dunya ain't giving you the dunya, it's easy to be like, man, dunya sucks, man, I want the akhirah. You know what I'm saying? Oh, this dunya ain't nothing. Yeah, because it's not giving you anything. 
Of course you could say that. You could reciprocate it. But what do you do when the dunya starts giving you stuff? Right? Now can you say, oh, this dunya is horrible. Now can you say, oh, I don't love the dunya. Right? I don't, I don't need the temporal. I'm good. That's the hard place. So he says, number one, you have to stop the nafs from inclining towards it. And you have to stop yourself from becoming someone that is just, the word inhimak means completely just without any regard, you're going into it, right? All these things are coming, no regard. Who cares what's halal, what's haram? I'm just, I'm just living it up, just having a great time. And the second thing is, when the blessings of Allah come, to keep in mind the right of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala in those blessings. So the money came, but now you got to be like, oh, zakat, oh, charity, oh, this, oh, that. So the point is, the point is this, that concept of sabr or holding back is not a concept that is only for the times of difficulty. No, the sabr is something that you need even in the times of, of blessings in order to hold back and keep yourself. And so now you understand what Abdurrahman bin Auf is saying. He's like, God tested us with hardship and we were patient. But then God tested us with ease. Oh, man, and we failed that test. But again, it's a humble, it's, it's humble. He, he's, he, he's saying he didn't, but they passed. So let's look at these hadith. The next hadith, perhaps uh, one of our favorite hadith. This is an amazing hadith. An Abi Yahya, Suhaib ibn Sinan, radiyallahu ta'ala an qal, qal Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, ajaban li amr al-mu'min. This is a hadith that you should definitely remember. This is, this is a, a, a weekly hadith, I would say. It's a hadith you write down, and at least once a week, you got to look at this hadith. Once a week, that's it. Ajaban li amr al-mu'min. The affair of the mu'min is, is very strange. It's very different. Ajab, something is ajib. In the Urdu language, they say ajib is like weird. But ajab also means like just strange, different, unique. Ajaban li amr al-mu'min. The, the, the affair of the believer is unique. For the believer, everything is good. It's all good. It's all good. And that uniqueness only belongs to the mu'min. So what's the quality? Ya Rasulullah, teach us. If good comes to this person, they don't lose control. They don't feel like, oh, I, it's, they don't feel like they were owed this blessing. No. Shakara. They're grateful. Now remember this. This is important. The Arabs, they say, la shukr ala al-wajib. La shukr ala al-wajib. Ma ma'nahu. What does that mean? It means when you think you're owed something, you don't show gratitude for it. When you think you're supposed to get it, you don't say shukr. You don't say thank you. Because you were supposed to give me that. You only say thank you, true thanks, true, not the colloquial thank you. Somebody pays you back a debt of a thousand dollars, you be like, yo, thank you, bro. But in your heart, you kind of like, yo, you, whether I said thank you or not, you had to give it to me, right? You owed it to me. But if someone truly just came up to you and was like, yo, here's 500 bucks, just Ramadan. You're like, yo, thank you. Thank you. That did it. From the heart, they asked Ali radiallahu an, why you drink such cold water? Why do you like such cold water? He says, because when I say Alhamdulillah, it comes from the depths of my heart. Alhamdulillah. Alhamdulillah. So, so I'm talking true shukr. The concept of shukr 
is when you, not the colloquial, just kind of thank you, just being cordial is the word, yeah. No, we're talking true gratitude is when you feel you, weren't deser you don't deserve it and you get it. So there you go. It's about holding the self. In a sabatu sarra. When the ease comes, shakara, alhamdulillah. Fakana khayran. And obviously that's good for you. What? But in a sabatu darra. And if the difficulty afflicts the person, calamity, hardship, things ain't going as gravy as we wanted them to go. They're not as good as we would like them. Sabara. We just hold on. We hold tight. We hold ourselves. Fakana khayran lahu. So the idea is to know what God wants from you in the different situations that you're in. If you could just identify that. Because the days of sabr, they don't last forever. And then you look back and you're like, dang, I missed the chance to do sabr. Okay, I guess I got to do shukr now. Do you get what I'm saying? The days come, you waiting on something, waiting on something, waiting on something. And I know a lot of us waiting on stuff. And then those are the suffer days. Show Allah that in that time. Then when it comes, and it's going to come, that's Allah. Allah will give. It's going to come, 100%. Then when it comes, now you do shukr. But then you're going to be like, dang, did I pass the test of the, the first time? Did I pass that one? So don't worry about when the blessing is going to come. The blessing will come. When it's supposed to come. You can't bring it forward faster and you can't delay it even if you tried. It's going to come. But do the suffer now. Be, do the suffer now. And if you have a blessing right now, do the shukr. Just realize, don't think about, oh, I'm going to lose this blessing. It's not going to be here forever. A lot of us blessings come and we start to get actually worried. We start to actually start worrying more. Because is it, how long am I going to have this for? Am I going to lose this job? Oh my God, what's going to happen? No, when the blessings come, you focus on shukr. Alhamdulillah. And then the, the Quran tells us, Then you get more. Show gratitude. Allah is like, I'll give you more. That's it. So again, focus on where you're, what stage you're at. Sit within, with, with yourself, by yourself, and reflect, what does God want from me right now? Is it sabr? Is it shukr? And, and, then, and then perform accordingly. So let's read this hadith one more time. Ajaban li amril mu'min. The affair of the mu'min is strange, it's different. In amrahu kullahu lahu khair. Everything's good for him. ذَلِكَ لِأَحَدٍ إِلَّا لِلْمُؤْمِنِ And that's, the, the other thing about this hadith is the word khair. Like the placement of the word khair at the end of the equation. So what's the equation? Like if we just broke this hadith down. The equation is blessing plus shukr equals khair. Blessing plus, plus shukr equals khair. Right? But then the other side, the other equation is hardship plus sabr equals khair. Right? So, so the, the, it's, a, it's amazing if, if you do it right though. Sabr plus shakwa, uh, uh, difficulty plus shakwa. What's shakwa in Arabic? Complaint. Difficulty plus complaint, it's not good. So the point is, please understand the equation here. The equation is beautiful. If you just plug it, you realize every situation can be good based on the reaction to that situation that God has put us in. You can't, the first variable is not in your control. 
The first variable is not in your control. In this equation, the A plus B, you can't control the A because we're not God, right? But the second variable is the determinant. It's the one that determines the khayr or the shar. And so you have complete control over the second variable. And so it's, it's just a beautiful hadith that you have the ability to change whatever situation you're in into a moment of growth and benefit for you. It's a beautiful hadith. Let's say, let's say it one more time. عَجَبًا لِأَمَرِ الْمُؤْمِنِ إِنَّ أَمَرَهُ كُلَّهُ لَهُ خَيْرٍ وَلَيْسَ ذَلِكَ لِأَحَدٍ إِلَّا لِلْمُؤْمِنِ إِنَّ أَصَابَتُهُ سَرَّاءٍ the, the affair of the believer is unique. All of his affairs are good for him or her. And that isn't for anyone except the believer in God. In أَصَابَتُهُ سَرَّاءٍ If goodness, ease, comfort afflicts this person, comes to this person, شَكَرَ They're happy. فَكَانَ خَيْرًا لَهُمْ And that's good for them, obviously. When But if calamities hit this person, difficulties, things don't come as they want them to come. Sabara, the person is constrained and patient and it's going to come. فَكَانَ خَيْرًا لَهُمْ And obviously that is good for the person as well. This hadith is narrated by Imam Muslim. So, alhamdulillah, it's a beautiful hadith, beautiful hadith. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala allow us to Recognize what God wants from us in different situations, number one. And number two, may Allah allow us to understand that even in the times of the blessing, we also have to learn. If you notice, there's a bit of a, a contrast between the hadith and how I introduced. Because the contrast, this, it said like, hardship equals sabr, goodness equals shukr. But the introduction, I said that Imam Ghazali says that... Um, that uh, that even in the difficult, even in the ease, we have to do sabr, right? So there's a statement Imam Ghazali, he says. He says, look, every mu'min, this is deep, and we'll end with this. Every mu'min does sabr on the hardship, but only the siddiqeen do sabr on the blessings of God. It's like a level up almost to speak. Like to look deeper, like this blessing came, now let me just stay in control with this blessing, not lose, lose everything. So may Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala um, accept from us, inshallah, these blessed days of Ramadan. Uh, may Allah give us these two qualities of, uh, of shukr uh, and sabr when, when they are needed, inshallah. Subhanallah wa bihamdi, subhanahu rabbika rabbil izzati, amma yasifun, wa salamun ala al-mursani, walhamdulillahi rabbil alameen. Jazakumullahu khairah.